When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So we're currently two days into our 2021 Emergence Workshop, a four-day online masterclass for both retail traders and independent investors. But don't worry if you're just hearing the news of this event, it is not too late to sign up. You could do so, head over to www.tier1trading.com or check for the link in the show notes below. Yes, you missed the first two days, but you can still join the last two live. And of course, once you sign up and register, we will shoot you an email with a link to the recordings of the first two days you can catch up or just review as well. So make sure you head over to www.tier1trading.com right now, register for the Emergence 2021 event, and I hope you guys get great value from it. traders. And I, and I think it's worth sharing because it's an interesting thought process and, and, and probably something that many of you guys are dealing with or, or maybe will deal with in the future. And it has to do with um, has to do with uh, strategies and choosing where to trade. So to kill, firstly, this is awesome, right? Let me start off with a massive thank you. What I've learned so far within the platform is mind-blowing. I've had several aha moments. And uh, having come from a situation of trying to learn from YouTube to the platform, it's amazing the difference uh, in quality content and training does. And, and that's, you know, again, I think we put out a lot of, personally speaking, I think we put out a lot of very good content on YouTube. I, I think the free content that we put out on YouTube and podcast is worth more than what many are charging for courses and whatnot. Um, but even still, I don't think YouTube is a place for you to learn. There's there's a big difference between a learning environment, right? That, that encapsulates everything that goes involved in learning, not just techniques or um, terminology, but the the how to trade from the ground up in a very specific uh, way, the accountability partners and community that they surround themselves with. And of course, the educational resources, all of that goes into training. I don't think you can just have a book or a course and be a successful trader. It really takes an environment. So that's a, you know something you're not going to get on YouTube. Um, so he says, uh, amazed with the difference of quality of content in your training courses. I've been amazed at how clear and easy it is to follow the courses and how much information um, just clicked into place. Ultimately, I want to develop a counter trend price action strategy as something about the price action theory and methodology clicks with me um, and is super exciting. 
Before I get carried away, I've decided to start with the Gartley pattern as they're consistently in execution and the ability to set orders sets uh, suits my life slash work at the moment. And essentially, you know, advanced patterns, one of the, the reasons that many new traders flock to advanced patterns is because it's pretty cut and dry, right? It's not necessarily the identification. You have to learn how to read a market. If you can't read the ebbs and flows of a market, you can't identify an X to A leg. If you don't know how to identify an X to A leg, you can't draw on Fibonacci's. If you can't draw on Fibonacci's, you can't see if the specific requirements for each retracement are met. So it's not necessarily easy in that perspective, but it's pretty cut and dry as, as far as the if then part, right? Aside from maybe the impulse leg and, and the little bit of discretion and, and, and subjectivity that exists, it's if this Fibonacci is level is hit, then it's a valid leg. If it's not hit, it's not a valid leg. It's it's pretty black and white there. And that's why you see many traders, many newer traders flock to that because it, it gives them kind of direction. It makes it, it takes a little bit of the thinking out of it. Um, I've backtested the Gartley pattern from 2010 to the present time on the euro dollar for our time frame and I've been through the results, uh, been through the results, been through the, the tune up on the money management spreadsheet and I'm happy to take this forward into testing mode. Now, when I'm forward test or forward testing mode, excuse me. Now, when I'm forward testing, my priority is to ensure that I'm a pro um, applying the uh, correct approach to the live markets. And so I've written a detailed trading plan, identify, predict cheat sheet, uh, and a list to ensure that I'm looking at all of the right things and read um, in order to read and predict the markets in a consistent manner, right? Everything sounds great so far. We're gonna get to it, I promise. Um, I know this is a higher time frame analysis. I know that higher time frame analysis isn't strictly needed for the pattern trading, but I want to get in good habits and price action and train my RES and, and get that going from the start. Now to my question, finally, would you recommend, and this is where I'd like to hear your guys' in, uh, input, uh, I've already responded to the traders, but I think it's a good topic. Would you guys recommend that I move on to backtesting a new strategy on the Euro dollar four hour in order to increase the options that I have in the decide phase or move to backtesting a second currency pair with the Gartley still on the four hour time frame, And essentially, and I'll, I'll go on, he, he explains his arguments, but essentially what he's saying is this, right? He's already doing the IPDE, right? We know that with advanced patterns, you don't, you don't need to do top-down analysis. You don't need to do a higher time frame analysis because what you're trading is very specific. Now, obviously, you can trade it in different ways. If you do your top-down analysis, it can help you with your edge. If you notice that you're in a overall trending situation and your advanced pattern is in the same direction of that trend, you know, it may or may not have an effect on, you know, how you um, go about taking targets or whatnot. So it's not, again, it's not a, a, a negative, but it's not necessarily something that's needed. We could be in a full-blown bearish trend on the daily and we have a bullish um, pattern and you should still be taking that pattern. But the trader wants to get in the habit of training his RES, training that process of going higher time frame, lower time frame, just because of the future. He plans on trading different things in the future. Um, so what he's saying is that since he's doing this anyway, this top net analysis and, and the IPDE, identify, predict, decide, execute, and he's only looking at one thing, which is the, the Gartley pattern, should he add a different strategy so that when he gets to that identify, predict, decide, instead of just 
is it a Gartley or isn't it a Gartley? Yes or no. He has more options on on how to on how to trade. And he's saying, here are my here are my valid arguments for both. And already you guys are saying, um, Richard saying uh, second currency pair, or is he saying I, I would stick to the I would stick to continue testing the Gartley pattern and other pairs before. He says this. So here's the argument for a new strategy. The more pairs I trade, the longer I'll need for the IMP process during forward testing, which would give me less time to back test going forward as I'll be duplicating my process across my pairs in my portfolio. Whereas using a single pair would keep this uh, time constant and give time to introduce more strategies for the pair. Once I've reached four or five strategies, I can then look to expand my pairs. So saying that if I have more pairs in my portfolio, basically it's going to take more time to do my morning analysis, right? It's good. I, I got to, instead of if it takes five minutes, random, random number. I don't know why this thing is being, the chat's being weird with these kind of, are you guys seeing these like little scroll bars on the chat? That's weird. Um, I'll do that. He said, maybe it's, let's say it takes five minutes to, five minutes to do a top down analysis on one pair. Well, that's five minutes out of my life. Um, if I do four pairs, all of a sudden that's 20 minutes out of my life. So with that added 15 minutes, that takes away from time I could be doing something else. Um, here's his argument for a new pair. He said, after nonstop backtesting, my RAS for this pattern is getting better by the day. And so it will be easier and probably more reliable to apply this to a second pair than a new strategy to an, an existing pair. Basically, I've trained my eyes to see something. My eyes are getting better and better at seeing it. Why stop the momentum, right? Keep the momentum up, keep getting better at seeing something while it's fresh in my head instead of basically changing my eyes to, to look at something new. And I, I've told you numerous stories. I had a very hard time testing the cipher pattern mainly because my eyes were trained to look for a very specific pattern, M or a W shaped, and my RES was locked. I, I can see it like nobody's business, right? Like one of those magic eye books where you gotta cross your eyes and do that weird thing and the picture just pops out to you, right? I was seeing it like that. Then all of a sudden I had to look for something new and I was so conditioned to looking for a, a very specific pattern that I couldn't find the other thing to save my life. And I remember having conversations with Darren, right? He was like, it's right there in front of you. I'm like, dude, it's not. He's like, it's there. And he sent me a screenshot. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> kind of like when we do those tricks at, uh, at workshops where we'll show the group uh, a period of consolidation. We'll be like, hey, the market is junk. Most of you guys are seeing junk. And then we show you another picture and there's like eight patterns in there. And you're like, oh, how many of you guys saw this? And it's like, boom, right? That's that RAS being trained to, to kind of see and read in between the lines. Um, so that's his, that's his argument for new pair. He said, personally, I'm favoring, I'm favoring the new strategy approach, especially while I have all the support at tier one, because this is where I will need the most help. In theory, replicating the process from one pair to another should be straightforward enough for me to do, where learning, developing, and testing new strategies are where the majority of the questions I will need help will appear. But I would love to hear your advice and your recommendation. Basically, he's saying, while I have the resources at tier one, right, I should use them, right? There, there's once you, you know, he's mastered Gartley. 
Um, you don't really need us to backtest Gartley's and expand the portfolio, right? You can do that on your own. Where you do need the help of us, or where you may need the help of us, and, and by us, I mean the coaches and the community, is developing and implementing and testing a new strategy. So why put that aside to the future when I, I'm in the program right now, I have you guys right now, why not do that now instead of later? And, and, and that makes that makes sense as well. I mean, I would assume that you're going to be with tier one forever and never leave, but you know, maybe <laughs> everyone's not the same. Um, so that's kind of where the dilemma lies for this trader. Um, and just reading through you guys, uh, you know, it says second pair, um, really getting dialed in to gain more focus when trading live um, as a first strategy. Richard says, same thing for me, same pair. Uh, entry points uh, will close as many patterns overlap. So which do you take? Um, so uh, looking at conflict of interest, that's something we talk about a lot, right? If you have two different strategies, do they conflict? And there are ways to do that. You can get multiple accounts and whatnot, but it's you are adding more. And, and if you don't plan your strategies accordingly, you can have multiple signals, which is going to be a dilemma because you're going to have to make an adjustment somewhere. So that's a that's a very good point as well. Um, focus on mastering one thing at once. I agree. More efficient. Um, he didn't even get the tattoo. Yeah, you didn't even get your tier one tattoo yet. After you're a year, we brand you. Right. So you're here for life. <laughs> David says, um, I would like the diversity of different pairs to help smooth out the equity curve as well. That's something else, right? And, and that's kind of where I talked on the, the the first thing. And I think you guys know my opinion. Uh, my opinion is do one thing, do one thing really, really, really good. Once you've done thing, once you've done that one thing really, really good, then you can move on to another, right? So I think about I think about time. And I, I was listening to uh, forgive me, I forgot who it was in the accountability session, but it was an accountability session not last week. I think the week before, where Jason Greystone was talking to a trader. And the conversation came up about at some point you have to take action, right? Um, that That is a good or bad habit um, where people over prepare and preparation is good. You, you need to prepare for a journey to increase your, increase your chances of completing that journey. But if you never actually step foot on that path and start the journey, is all that preparation worth it? And, I, and I'm sure we all know people like that, where it's like, I'm going to do this. And like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. It's like a year later. Um, did you get started yet? No, no, no. I'm still planning. I got this worked out. Uh, two years later. No, no, no. I, I still got to figure out this one thing. And all of a sudden, it's five years later and they never got started. Right. At some point, you've got to jump in and have at it. You've got to jump in and make your mistake. You, 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 you should prepare. Don't get me wrong. But you're never going to prepare for everything. Right. You just don't you know, you don't know what is ahead in life. Right. You, you can't prepare for anything. You, you can prepare as, as much as you can to put yourself in the best possible position to succeed. But at some point, you actually have to take action if you ever want to get started on that journey. And that concerns me with, with the, the, the method of I've got one pattern, one specific play on one specific pair, and then I'm going to work on a new strategy. Because here's the thing, right? We're talking four-hour chart. We're talking Gartley pattern. We're talking one pair. How frequent do you think we're going to see a Gartley pattern on a four-hour chart, right? Many of you guys have done back testing. You may get literally a handful a year, right? On a four-hour time frame, not even joking. You may get five a year. <laughs> five a year on one pair. 
you may get five a year, right? So it's a very, a very low frequency, right? So the positive of that is it, it opens up. It doesn't take a lot of time, right? It takes five minutes to analyze, right? You'll, you'll see them weeks in advance. You're probably not going to miss any opportunities because you're dialed into the one thing. And it's going to give you, it, it will open up time for you to start developing your new strategy. But many of you guys have also been through strategy development, right? How long does it take to develop a strategy? And when I say develop a strategy, it, it's the, the whole process, right? Developing it, eye testing it, back testing it, forward testing it, or fo yeah, back testing, forward testing it, and finally trading it, right? That's probably going to take you, right, for some of you, years. Um, but let's say what? I think we talked about this last week as well. Let's say a minimum of six months, half a year. Is that is that too much of a you know? I would say I would say six months, maybe three months if you if you got all the time in the world. So, essentially, what you're doing is you're not you're not necessarily kicking kicking the can, but I don't think you're maximizing your time, right? The 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 here, here's the thing about time in general, and I've done a lot of work um, over the last couple of years on just productivity and efficiency, right? So. I'm big on, I understand you can't, we can't create time, right? We all have the same amount of time in the day. We have 24 hours, right? So does Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Richard Branson, right? They all have 24 hours, right? So the difference maker is how do you, how do you use that time? And although I don't necessarily believe in multitasking, that's not actually a real thing doing two things at once, right? You can do a, you can kind of multitask your time where you have one thing kind of going in the background while you're doing another thing, right? The same thing about delegation and automation. I think we've had that conversation before where if you have a big to-do list and it's a task that you have to do every day, that to-do list is going to be the same size every day, right? Would you guys agree? If you have 20 things on your to-do list, but you're not, you're just completing the task, but you're not making any steps to kind of automating or, or, or that task, your to-do list will still be 20, you know, 20 things long. You won't necessarily, it's going to take more time to add more things to that to-do list. If you delegate that task, meaning you pay someone else or have someone else do it for you, or you automate it where it's being done for you, right? Now, all of a sudden, that task is being done without your time investment. So that task is being done in the background and now you have time to do something else because let's say it took you an hour to do that task. Now you've gained an hour to do something else, right? That's the, the ultimate goal. And trading is the same way, right? So my opinion is this. If you want to maximize your time, while you're fresh, while that RES is, is, is flowing, right? Backtest more pairs. It, it, he said it himself. Shouldn't take that long when you're in the zone, right? Shouldn't take that long to backtest a, a single strategy, especially if you've already gone through the process of knowing what filters you want and how exactly you want to trade it, right? I would invest that same three months that you would have taken to develop a new strategy and maybe backtest three or four more pairs, right? Maybe even more than that, but have your portfolio. So at the end of that three-month period, instead of having one single strategy on a single pair or maybe two single strategies if you end up completing that other one on a single pair, now you've got maybe a five, six, whatever pair portfolio of something profitable, right? And the difference between that five, six pair portfolio versus the one pair portfolio is that the frequency is going to be higher, which means now when you're trading that four, five, six pair portfolio, 
it's still not going to take a massive amount of time out of your day. It's going to maybe add a couple more minutes in your analysis, but you're going to have something that is producing you profit. And once you have something, and that's the ultimate goal. I think we'd all agree, right? Make money, right? We know good trade, bad trade, win, loss, right? Process over outcome. But the ultimate goal is to make money, right? Now that you have something that is making you money, and by this point, you should be on autopilot for trading it, right? Going through your, your top-down analysis, setting orders, all that stuff. Now, you have the open time, because it's not going to be a big time commitment to trade a four-pair portfolio versus a one-pair portfolio, to be honest with you, especially something like patterns. Now, you have the time to start working on that next strategy while money is being made versus working on that next strategy while no significant money is being made. Does that make sense? That's always been my philosophy in it, right? Set up something that works, set up something that's making money, maximize it to whatever you want to do with it, put it to the side, have it start making money for you, then work on adding the next piece to the puzzle versus taking, you know, if, if you can picture a literal, a literal puzzle in your head, instead of taking like, you know, work on one section, right? We did cat puzzles during the beginning of COVID. I'm embarrassed to say so. That was the last puzzle we did. We haven't done one since. That's when I knew I had a problem. It started off fun and then all the puzzles were sold out like across the world and we ended up with a 500 piece cat puzzle. And, and me and my wife looked at each other and we said, what the hell are we doing, man? What the hell are we doing? Now I have task completion, <laughs> task completion issues, right? By the way, joke for you guys. What do you, what do you, what do you call a, a pile of cats? A meowton. I'll say it again for those in the back. A meowton, a meowton. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, but picturing this puzzle in your head, right? Once you kind of get a section going, what do you do, right? You get a section like you, you talk to whoever you do. Hey, 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 give me all the green pieces. If you see the green pieces, throw them over here, right? You try to complete that. You try to complete that section. You got a gr give me green piece for here. I got, I got the robot arm. Give me the green piece, right? You don't kind of like put two pieces together here, then one piece together over there, one piece together over there. It just makes everything confusing, right? Focus your time on that one thing, then you can find the complementary things. So if I didn't lose your attention with that, that great dad joke, um, that is my opinion. And I told the trader that. Focus on one thing, build it out, develop it to the point where, you know, you're comfortable with the portfolio size that you want. While you're making money with that one thing, essentially running on autopilot, now you can shift your time focus to developing that new strategy that's going to complement it. <laughs> you love the jokes. You love it. <laughs> Any questions on that? Any questions or, or, or uh, further comments on that? <laughs> <laughs>